Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. FanDuel.com slash OK360 is the website for some great odds. New users, $1,000 risk-free bet up to $1,000. If you're a new user, you can opt in there at fanduel.com slash OK360. You can be like Chad. You can opt in on the Braves anytime they're playing. And we all opt in on Ronald Acuna and the style of play that he brings uh, both in the field and, and at bat on the base paths. Uh, and Chad, that brings us to our next guest, Gary Sheffield Jr. We a tweet that he sent out yesterday. Yeah, Gary Sheffield Jr., uh, I really enjoy his coverage, outkick.com, covering baseball and basketball, our first chance to talk to Gary Sheffield Jr. And uh, Gary, we'll, we'll start with this because I enjoyed the tweet and actually uh, sent this on to the group and, and Paul took issue with it. So we'll let you explain and, and talk about this. Ronald Acuna Jr. setting the tone for a World Series run starts with your best player doing things like this. And it's a video of him legging out a routine ground ball to short to start the game against the Phillies. This obviously caught your eye when you saw it. Yeah, and, and you being a Braves fan, you know how close the Braves are to winning a World Series. I think we all can agree that the Braves are probably not the best team in the in the National League. Everybody thinks the Dodgers, I, I feel like we'd all agree, the Dodgers are probably going to win the World Series if everything goes as planned. But when your best player isn't running out ground balls and they're not showing you that winning is the most important thing, because we have to keep in mind, Ronald Acuna just signed a, a big contract. I know he was underpaid in most people's eyes, but we're still talking generational wealth. He doesn't need to run out of ground ball. And that's the thing that's most important is that if guys don't have to do something, a lot of times you'll see that they don't do it. So I was really impressed that Ronald Acuna was able to um, show the team really that he's able to put winning first. And when it comes down to it at the end of the season, if a, if a role player is dogging it, Ronald Acuna now can go in his bag and say, Hey, I demand more of you because I can do more. So, um, I'm hoping that this could maybe narrow the gap between the Braves and the Dodgers, but, um, you know, we'll see. And, and one thing that Paul said to this, which I agree with, is the baseline should be trying hard and effort. But yeah. you mentioned this, Gary, that's not always the case. And we all sat here on this panel yesterday and agreed that we see it all the yeah. time in Major League Baseball where guys are dogging it and guys are, aren't running hard to first. And this is something I appreciate right. about Acuna, a true five-tool player, that's always hustling to this level. This is not just with athletes, though. This is, everybody will tell you they work hard at their job every single day. I give it my absolute best. But how true is that, really? How, much, how often do people really give their 100% every single day? Most of the times you pick your spots, and you, at the very least, you want to make sure that, that everyone believes that you're a hard worker, and that's fine. But every single day, you're not going to give it 100%, and athletes are always going to tell you, I run hard all the time. It's not ever true, other than maybe Pete Rose. He's probably the only guy who was doing that. So I don't want to give – I want to be clear. I don't want to give Ronald Acuna applause for running hard, but I do want to point did. out how important it is. <laughs> you don't want to give him applause for running how, hard, but you just did. No, I want to give him credit for the impact. That's about it. 
Well, I, I, I'm fascinated, the two of you in your, your big fandom of Ronald Acuna, as you've given him a parade mm -hmm. for this effort. Uh, you, Gary, have been on Twitter since 2011. So I went and looked right. back at 2019. I didn't see a word about Acuna when he was benched for not running hard against the Dodgers when he presumed he had a home run and he turned a double into a single. Uh, and then when he did the same thing in a playoff game against the Cardinals, Chad yesterday given a chance to applaud uh, the, the Braves' best player, who made a phenomenal play beating this out, didn't recollect right. that Acuna used to be a dog, that this was a big issue for the Braves. That's all water under the bridge now. The guy ran so, hard to first base, and we're going to throw him a parade. You're he's talking a, he's about improved, and that's a good thing. But now we're acting like this guy is an all-out hustler all the time. To, to be clear, though, Paul, hey, you're Paul. talking about a season he almost had a 40-40 season. And became the well, fifth player great. in Major League Baseball history in 2019. But does that mean that he did not turn no, these two No, but we, all, we say this double? all the time. This is one of our arguments. Things can change. Right. You have a bit of info, and you think one thing about a player, and then things change, and when that changes, you're allowed to change your but opinion. But you're so fanish on the guy, you lent no context to his improvement the other day. You strictly talked about that. You didn't say he used to be a dog, and now he's running hard. You were just like, wow, look how hard he ran. That's terrific. Gary, we'll let you respond. I thought the play was incredible. Was. I had no idea that I didn't think he was going to be safe. I've watched the replay 10 times. I still can't believe he was safe. I personally didn't believe Didi Gregorius was really dogging it that hard, taking his time. He made a strong throw over there. So it was, I mean, he was, he was, he was booking to get to first base there. So I was impressed by that. And, and just because I'm impressed by a play and, and by how hard a guy worked on a particular play, doesn't mean I'm giving him a pass for the for what he did in the postseason because he deserves to be be, be killed for that. He he cannot let that happen, and and that's something that needs to be recognized. But I also was happy to see the best player for a team working that hard. I I mean the the, the other underlying stat to all of this, and you mentioned Gregorius and the throw. I don't I, I didn't realize they're keeping up with these numbers. I, I guess I should have. It's the fastest throw on a grounder that Gregorius has, had, or has made since 2016 to first base yeah. at 88 miles per hour. I, I don't know how they track this on every single grounder and how they immediately pick that up, but that makes Acuna's run and, and to be able to beat the fastest throw that Gregorius, is, Gregorius has made uh, since yeah. 2016, that's even more impressive to me that they back it up on the fact that the shortstop, you know, near – had had what was a, a great throw to first for his standards and what they've measured in the past five years. Yeah, and I saw online everyone was talking about knowing your runner and knowing your runner. Well, if you know your runner, and like Paul said, he has a history. I mean, he has a murky history with running down the first baseline. Well, if knowing your runner is Ronald Acuna, wouldn't you feel that your hardest throw since 2016 <laughs> or whenever it was Should was going to be enough to get him out? You would think so. But I do believe that people sometimes can work at a certain job or, a, or in a, any given year, they could give less than their best and they can show up the following year. They deserve to be crushed for what they did. And then when you show up and actually get your best, you have to give them credit when, it, when it's due. And I don't want to say that he, he deserves a Nobel Peace Prize because he doesn't. <laughs> but he definitely, and, and, and I agree with Paul there. It's, it's not like I'm going to sit here and act like, well, the Braves are going to win the World Series because he ran down the first baseline. No, what I'm saying is, is baseball is a game where it's a game of inches. One bad play, one guy running hard could affect a one game in the series, change home field and potentially win the Braves the pennant. Well, so who can we now watch on this Braves lineup? 
to see an impact of Acuna and the hustle play? Like, who are the dogs on this roster that should now get a pick-me-up for Acuna's hustle? To me, that's Ozzy Albies. He's like the little brother to – he. to me, he's the little brother of Ronald Acuna. And you're going to be seeing names that you haven't heard of on this Braves roster that now Ronald Acuna can look at and say, I need more from you. Potentially, one guy might run harder on a ground ball. One person because of what Ronald Acuna did. Because, okay, if that guy already – he's locked up. Generational wealth, nothing can happen to him. And I don't have that. Well, if he can run hard, maybe I can run hard on a given play, and that affects the season. You never know. So that's potentially what Ronald Acuna was doing. Gary Sheffield, Sheffield Jr. from OutKick with us. What are you liking in the AL? What's caught your eye? Uh, in this small sample size so far? Well, what I'm noticing is that Houston's good again. And I I wasn't expecting, obviously, Oakland to come off to such a slow start. It is early. But the American League is wide open. I feel like there's four or five teams that can really come out of this league. The league is not very good. You're obviously seeing the Padres and the Dodgers just killing things right now. So you're going to start seeing the trade market really heat up in the American League. You're going to potentially start seeing a trade with Luis Castillo in New York. The Yankees are probably going to have to go get another starter, and things are going to get interesting. So right now, what's most compelling about the AL is that no one's really that compelling. How bad of a look is it for baseball, Gary, when you see the situation at the end of the Mets-Marlins game uh, with uh, a strike uh, being hitting the batter and ending the game, and then the end of the Phillies-Braves game on Sunday night on ESPN Sunday Night Baseball, with another controversial ending, oh, by the way, happened to take place in the same division. Well, old school baseball fans will tell you that's the beauty of baseball, right? The the human the human element, the human error, that's what makes this game beautiful. But the problem is, is with technology and we want to get everything right now. So it's not really that enjoyable to watch a guy win a baseball game after getting hit. Yeah, you have to give the guy, I guess, somewhat credit for getting in the way of the baseball. I mean, he said it was his natural instinct. But... That's, to me, that's not sports. When, when something is literally in the strike zone, it's like a guy going in the end zone and you somehow, some way, he doesn't get a touchdown. Well, there, there's going to be a problem there, and hopefully nothing like this happens in a postseason game, but we've already seen it happen before. Gary Sheffield Jr. has been our guest. Appreciate the time, man. And we would, we would tell everyone, go follow uh, Gary on Twitter at Gary Sheffield Jr. Read his work at outkick.com. Uh, let's let this be the first of uh, several visits down the road, please. Nice to meet you. I appreciate it, guys. And, Paul, don't forget to give me a follow, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Gary Sheffield Jr. Gotcha, has bro. been our guest. Uh, great to have him on. And uh, we'll be talking some, some baseball with him uh, down the road for sure. And uh, to see the video, if you haven't seen Acuna beat out the throw, it is quite the athletic feat. Yeah, nothing nice tag up last night right well it's uh here's what's impressive to me about ronald cunha he, he's got a chance to be in the 40 40 club and be the fifth player all time to do that alfonso soriano in 2006 with the nationals was the last mm. guy to do it a rod barry bonds jose canseco are the only four players to do it and I, I love the guy because he can he can do everything that's why i love him i mean and you're right he has been a dog at times in his career before but if he plays at this level yeah. And he's on a tear right now. But if he can get to that 40-40 mark, that, that would be something. One thing about the 40-40 mark, not dismissing that it would be a big deal for him, 
there are a lot of guys from one era that didn't realize that 40 stolen bases was going to go down as a big mark. I, I can't remember who I heard say it, who said, if I realized 40-40 was going to be a big deal, I would have stole more bases. Because uh, there have been several dry eras of, of stealing bases. So um, I need to look back at, statistically at, at who some of those guys were. Not that it's not an impressive feat or an impressive list. I'd like to hear from the guys that just decided not to steal more bases because they didn't know 40 was the one. <laughs> well, I think of, the goal is to steal as many bases as possible no, if you can do it. That's not true at all in the American League. Plenty of teams don't believe in stealing bases at all for lots of times because they believe in getting people on bases and doing something they do well, in the American then, League called hitting home runs. Then if that's the case, then the 40-40 mark doesn't matter anyway if they don't believe in stealing more bases because they're in the American League. Well, a, a lot of teams in the American League when I was growing up didn't, didn't steal bases. They Got well, people on base. Uh, Jose Canseco, A-Rod, half of them are in the American League that are in the 40-40 club. It's impressive. Earl Weaver, manager of your Orioles, mm-hmm. was not a guy who sent runners to steal bases because he expected Shame on people him. to hit home runs. <laughs> Shame on Earl Weaver. <laughs> no. Hutton's got to look at a, with a, a black eye on the history of if his. You have the talent, if you have a talent that's capable of stealing a base, I want him to steal the bag. And the alternative to hitting these home runs, by the way, is bunting people over, which I understand the Braves did very well last night. I night. mean, I, I'm, I'm about um, I'm chatting with Bo Jackson this week. Uh, you're telling me that they shouldn't send him to steal a bag if you have the talent that he possesses because he plays in a certain league? Well, I'm telling you, if the guy behind because the him... Because manager doesn't believe in it? If the objective of the guy behind him is to hit a home run, then the odds of him getting thrown out <laughs> take you out of an inning where you're built to hit home runs behind him was a strategic thing at stages of AL play. So should uh, you say the National League players can't hit home runs like American League players can. So no, should we not, not care about National League players in the past because it wasn't their strategy to hit home runs? So home, uh, 40 home runs isn't a big mark because it wasn't their strategy? Uh, now, the 40-40 list is impressive. Yeah, not, there's I, only four I, players I, who have I don't, done it. I don't understand why you refuse to acknowledge that I said it's impressive. We're downplaying it because the AL I, doesn't put an I emphasis on stolen I said it's impressive, backs. but I said there are eras where a lot of AL teams weren't looking to, to steal bases. Well, there are eras Mickey where, Mantle could have stolen a lot more bases. Well, there's than an era where Cy Young pitched every game, and uh, the amount of wins mattered more than it does now. Uh, there are eras where strikeouts mattered, and no one cares if you strike out now if you hit a home run every well, that, now and again. So I mean, that's, go we could play that game school. all day. Bottom line is, throughout the history of baseball, uh, hitting a home run and stealing a base are both positives and smiled upon by the game. I don't know any era where it hasn't been. Well, now it's strikeout or. Walk. Strike out and hit a home run. Or home run. Yeah. I mean, or, the Braves strike out more than he. I, I hate it. I'm, I'm a contact well, guy. No, I'm going to put it in play. And the Braves of, strike out as much as any team in baseball. So I'm, I'm not a big fan of it. Coming up, Eddie George is the new head coach at TSU. Our thoughts on his opening press conference. Should we tease this by saying it lived up to expectations of number 27 and the leader that we have become familiar with here? Yeah, I don't know that anybody would be, I don't know will how be surprised, but the bullet points that we'll the give bullet you, points you, are, will, you will love. Yes, that, that's next on Outkick 360.